and welcome to your one hour of bliss. It's Under the Radar, part of the Athletic Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Ring-a-ding-a-linging you into our 50th episode, Ian Cobb. My friend. Can you tell me, 50th episode is fantastic. Love it. And the man who's probably about to remind us that uh, Rates and Barrels has 51, Derek Van Rabbit. I'm not here to take sides. I'm just trying to do right. <laughs> He's up to like 101, man. Right, yeah, <laughs> like right? Is 121. <laughs> we do it. We do it when we don't even record them just for fun because it's such a great show. <laughs> it's a good show. It's yeah, a good Saris show. is a smart guy. Yeah. yeah so, so is Derek Van Riper. Absolutely. Yeah. Good to the best. I just, you know, it seems like there are a lot more retweets from, uh, from DVR for that one than this one. But anyway. <laughs> I'm just kidding, man. I'm just kidding. I'm I don't even monitoring know. my account. Just, no, I, that's why. I'm the farthest thing from it. <laughs> I heard, oh, so Dr. Roto, our uh, fantasy brother, uh, uh, got a new yep. kidney. I found out about it like three days later when Lenny Melnick retweeted something about the guy who gave him the kidney. Uh, so good luck, Dr. Roto. Heal. Please. Yeah. Do well. Nice guy. Played with him last year in tout. How, you beat him, obviously. You beat everybody. Yeah. yeah. But a nice guy. Yeah, nice guy. Yeah. Part of the uh, like Sports Illustrated family of fantasy writers. Dr. Roto. Anyway, good luck with your recovery. But I mean, that was just a point that I don't know Twitter. Don't really look at it that much. Yeah, but what we got is Dr. Roto out of it. And yeah, that's right. good. That's good. Yeah, um, absolutely. A very fitting twist here. Uh, doing the 50th show from my mom's basement. So we're all doing a fantasy <laughs> baseball podcast from my mom's basement. <laughs> that's the way to go. There's a stink bug in front of me and I, there's nothing I can do about it. Like, I just found it. Like, something just started moving, and I'm like, oh, I can't kill it because it smells, and I can't trap it with anything. I don't even know. Trap it. I'm sorry. We're not going to get to tell it. We're not going to even get to the show. What is a stink bug? That I do not know. Uh, it's like kind of like a – it looks like a beetle, um, huh? and they just kind of stand there. They don't really do anything. You find most of them when they're just dead, like attached to the wall. But okay. this one, it's just – it's. I'm at the table, and it's crawling across the table. But it's just sitting there. Its leg is moving. It's a little bug. It's a harmless little bug that smells when you kill it. That's my question. Does it actually smell when you kill it? I don't know. I actually haven't killed any, but I just assume from the name. And my, yeah. my dad being like, don't kill it. Stink bug. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> let me look that up now. <laughs> this might just be a weird uh, upstate New York thing. Yeah, it's a stink bug. Are stink bugs harmful? They do not bite or sting. They just smell bad. That's a weird defense mechanism. Like you die. Like don't kill me because if you kill me, you're going to... S- Things are going to smell bad in your room. Yeah, it's interesting because you know you're not really around to to hurt them. You're dead. And you're, you know what I'm saying? But I guess it worked because your dad's like, "Don't kill him. It's a stink bug." It's true. According to npic.orst.edu, uh, you want to kill them with a hand or vacuum. You want to remove them with a hand or vacuum. Killing or vacuuming <laughs> may release a follow. Anyway, let's get on to the show. Uh, mailbag show is our fiftieth. It's our fiftieth show. Uh, so we're going to do good. some. We got some mailbag questions. Uh, but first, let's get into OOTP, because people seem to be enjoying that. Uh, the biggest news, Derek Van Riper finally trades away Jerks and Profar. I know. To yours, to you. To yours truly. Oh, my God. For Jimmy Scherfe. Yep. All right, explain, well, all right, a little DVR. <laughs> <laughs> explain Derek, would you like to comment? <laughs> Please. Uh, confirming that that is the trade in its entirety. And the main reason I made that trade is because Jimmy Scherfe is a 50-grade reliever, 50 overall, 50 potential. And I I just didn't need Profar. I have other players. Brian Dozier is a little overrated in the game. He's a 50 also. 
Uh, I just didn't need to have Dozier and Greg Garcia. Now, I noticed. I'm sorry, DBR. I, I noticed that Profar dropped down from 55-55 to 50-50. Is that true? Oh, his DVR was torturing him. Yeah, he was so unhappy in my organization. Now, what is your what is your organizational rating? You, you were saying before the show, what is it? Oh, my my rating as yeah. a you person. His, you mean his record? <laughs> no, 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 no. He has a rating. Yeah, I, I have a rating, right? Like my my team homepage or whatever. It tells. Yeah, it says I want to find it. For really? Oh, I don't know where that is. I haven't heard of that. Oh, the power, the power, the power ranking. By the way, if you're just tuning in, this, we're talking about OOTP uh, 21. I know, but this is so great because I know what his rating is. So My rating is poor. Yep, that's correct. <laughs> Where did you find it? I don't know why. I know. I want to find it now, too. Is that your rating as like a manager? Like you're not keeping people as happy? As a general manager. I think it's because of Will Myers. Oh, no. He's got more. He's got more emails, actually. DVR was hinting at this before we came on. Are you serious? The, Will, the, the emails, emails did not stop with a disgruntled Will Myers. There are more. I'm sure you might just need to drop that player, but what, what, what's the news? Tell us, what it's are they saying? getting ridiculous. So Garrett Richards <laughs> wants a contract extension. You should give it to him, man. He's out. He's hurt now, isn't he? I was going to, yeah, but he, he tore his flexor tendon in the sim, no, so he's out no. eight months. No, then you, no. Obviously, he's not going to get the extension he wanted, and I feel bad for him because I like Garrett Richards, no, and no, 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 I felt like no. we were going to have a good working relationship in That's the sim. Loss. Uh, so now he's doubly pissed at me because he didn't get his money prior to getting hurt. He helped me get to where I am, and I'm pissed because I have to go out and get another starting pitcher. Yeah, you do actually. I can so help you. With problem. That. There's a, there's a lot. The trade deadline in this league is by the next sim, right? Oh, yes, by Saturday, and the. The world, yeah, everyone's going nuts. I think we should extend it another week. You can't extend it. Oh, I mean, you'd like take another week off from simming and let everybody make moves. Uh, maybe. How about that, that way? Because we still need to catch up. Do you want to propose that and just give everybody like a week? Well, why don't you propose it? I, you know, I don't like it. I, I kind of just fell into this role of semi-commissioner. Uh, it's because you're godfather. That's yeah, because you're godfather. I declared myself godfather to all of our uh, better-known beat writers and serious journalists. Uh, no, because I just, I hate being like, this is how we're going to do. I want to win this game, and I hate when I make the rules and I win. You know, like when you start a league if and you, you win, win this game with the Arizona Diamondbacks, right? If you win this game with the Arizona Diamondbacks, yeah. it ain't going to be because you were messing with the rules. Well, It'll be because you're incredibly lucky. Uh, or skilled. <laughs> Could you also be skilled, yeah, man? <laughs> I know, but yeah, but as skilled as you are, even though you did trade away a lot of your minor leagues, you're not working from the Yankees or the Dodgers. You're in first place still. You're in first place, and we're at the end of July in the yeah. sim. Uh, July 23rd. So you're ahead of the Dodgers. You're ahead of the Padres, who DVR is doing pretty good. Um, but you're in first place all the way till your, your fans have to be liking it. One thing I'm excited about is in Chicago, there's about 9,000 more fans per game right now. So our revenue's up. Wow. You're really looking at everything. I, don't, I haven't even... I haven't looked at anything. No, my, my revenue is up. So DVR, how can I find out if I am also poor? I don't think I will be because Will Myers isn't writing mean letters. But I might be, you know, bad, but it could be good. So where do I find this? You got to go to the, it's the manager's office screen. Ah, okay. Yeah, that that's going to take a minute. Bottom right. Oh, once got you it. Get there. Yeah. Oh, and here, here's the other email I got from a player this week. So I, this is uh, you, you mentioned the trades. I acquired Ken Giles. And he was in the organization for about eight seconds, and he decided to go ahead and send me an email. 
Mr. Van Riper, I find it perplexing that I haven't received an offer to extend my contract. I'm sure it's an oversight, and I want you to know that I'd be willing to entertain offers. Please get in touch so that we can begin discussions as soon as possible. That's tough. He didn't even say thank you at the end. He just signed his name, Ken Giles. The man this who punched himself in the face once on okay, the listen, field. There, there have been 50 episodes of Under the Radar. And I have to say that DVR getting mad at a simulated Ken Giles has to be right up there in our greatest hits. It's amazing. Like if we right? were going to do the... Absolutely. That, this, is, this is the highest quality that we can really bring to the table. And I'm... And I mean that, man. <laughs> I still can't find this. I still can't find the screen. Hey, Nando. Yeah. The last game we played, it was the Chicago White Sox versus the Arizona Diamondbacks. And I can't go any further back, but I can tell you in this particular game, I won that game by a score of five to nothing. And Gio Gonzalez. <laughs> Gio Gonzalez. Is this making you think twice about Gio Gonzalez? It cannot possibly, and yes, it is. <laughs> it cannot possibly make me think differently about players. But all of a sudden, I think of Jose Abreu, and I go, that guy's got injury problems. He has no injury problems. But in the simulation, <laughs> he had an injury problem. So, yes, I'm, I've eaten the blue pill or taken the blue pill or whatever it's called. The red one? I guess. I don't know. Anyway, well. It's a good first movie. The next two, not so much. Yeah. The first one still holds up. I think it's on Netflix, too. It's crazy. But well, yeah. if you're on Netflix, you're going to watch Turn. Before you watch The Matrix, <laughs> not me. By the way, the Davino family is inching closer to turn here. Uh, we just Amen. finished The Great, and now it's kind of like, what are we going to watch next? So that's where I'm going to step in. Listen, it takes just remember. I know five AMC episodes. Series. Five episodes. There you go. It takes it takes a little while, but once you get into it, just hang on to Simcoe, the bad guy. He talks like that. Ask Glenn Colton. He loves him. <laughs> There's a Glenn Colton. Simcoe is actually pretty funny. He, he's he's good at what he's oh. doing. DVR is watching. He snuck that one in. Oh. Damn, he sure did. That was like... I snuck it into the intro. I, I modified one of Abraham's lines from the first episode. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you really? What did, did you say? Ian doesn't watch any it. of the first five episodes, man. Come on. <laughs> no, no, I did. No, I did. The first I used to watch them. <laughs> Someone just told him. <laughs> <laughs> You're on. on. On the show, he says, I wasn't taking sides. I was just trying to do right. That is true. I, you know what? When you said that, Something in my ears kind of perked up, I promise. And I was like, that's a good line. That's what I thought. I was like, what an oddly good line. It's amazing that Nando unknowingly, he had no idea I was going to say that, actually set me up to say it. Beautiful. I didn't know you had that prepped. I Honestly, when he said it, I was like, damn, that's good. Like, seriously, it happened. I was like, God, that guy's good. He's like always like just right there. That's why he's good, man. That's he, why, that's why award winning DVR. Award nominated. If he's not, he award should winning. be. Award finalist. Whatever. Award winning. Anyway, he's he king of all king of all everything. <laughs> Let's get to some fantasy. Yeah, yeah. Right. Oh god, I'm sorry, I interrupted you. Were... No, no, you're good. I was just looking at how's Craig Bird doing, bro. He's hitting 159. He's been he's, optioned. He's, he, has he been? He's been. I, it's a good move for him to get back in the groove of things. He's been optioned to Reno, where everyone's killing the ball. But I think it's because everyone's playing Tacoma. Like I'm like, why is my team? Why do we have so many home runs? And there are games where you know we score 23 on Tacoma. I just can't believe you're in first place with this team. Thanks. Kettle Marte, Nick Ahmed, Jake Lamb, David Peralta. I'm glad you didn't trade him to DVR. That was never going to happen. Um, that was smart. Christian Walker. No, Christian Walker's uh, out. You haven't downloaded your new file yet. No, I guess not. Christian Walker's been traded to Oakland for James Caprillion and uh, Stephen Piscotti. Oh, yeah. That was an interesting trade. I like that trade. What, what was the full one that you did there? Uh, well, she wanted uh, – Melissa, Melissa Lockard wanted uh, David Peralta. And I'm like, like, I'm in first place. I can't. He's like my best hitter. 
Um, and yeah. somewhere along the way, I'm like, but I'll listen on James Caprillion. Uh, and she's like, yeah, sure. Uh, but I'd need to package Stephen Piscotty and his contract. Like he's got like 7 million for the next four years or something. So sorry, let me take him. He'd fit in with this Arizona team. Um, mm-hmm. And I forget, I threw someone else back. I don't remember who it is at the moment. You know, these middle-level guys, like the, I have a Danny Santana contract that I am just loving. It's like a $5 million contract, plays everywhere, hitting 300, you know, hitting some, has some power. These, that's one of the, that's, here's a plug for OOTP. To really deal, if you live in fantasy and you play in the fantasy world, contracts, yeah, but they're not real contracts. To actually work with real contracts is fun. It, it, you really have to be thoughtful about it. Yeah, I couldn't sign any international free agents. Ken Kendrick wouldn't allow me to. You couldn't uh, sign any? No, I tried, well, I tried to sign a couple for like $4 million. He's like, your owner does not allow that. So Wow, I got five million anybody. to play with. DVR, what do you have? For international money? Yeah. I had room. I made a bid on a player, and I'm trying to figure out if I actually oh, won man. the player. You know what? This is bad. We shouldn't have talked about this because I got a bid on an international player, and I'm trying to like talk him down a little bit, and now DVR is going to get in on him. Just give him yeah, what he wants, man. Come on. You're talking to a 17-year-old. You're trying to screw him over out of, what, $500,000? Why does a 16... Mine is 16. Why does a 16-year-old need $5 million? Seriously. $5 million? No. Come on. That's Security. Silly. That might be the only $5 million yeah. he ever sees. You know, things happen. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Probably, probably but, worth five times that already. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. He's a... Come on, Ian. Okay. Give him what he wants. Give him his money. Uh, look, we get some mailbag. Let's get, let's get the mailbag. There's some good stuff in the mailbag. DVR, you want to you want to take it? You haven't really said much this show. <laughs> I've just been venting about my players. That was the best, though. Don't forget one of the best moments, top highlights. DVR, Matt, think- Ken Giles, and Will Myers. That's <laughs> so great. So great. All right, cool. Yeah, all right, DVR, you do the first one. All right, the first email comes from Paul. He writes, I enjoyed the show. This installment, referring to the first Ian After Dark, uh, was entertaining. My question is for Ian. From the sounds of things, it seems he likes to put ice in one of those little containers like you get in a hotel. He seems the type to have and utilize that. True or false? These are the types of questions spawned by No Baseball. Keep up the good work, Paul. Paul Parazio. Tip the, tip oh, the, I know Paul. Tip the... Paul's the man. Oh, there you go. Yeah. There you go. Paul Parazio. Someday I'll tell you the story of how Paul and I met through fantasy baseball. Love it. Yeah. Uh, all right. I love those things, man. Like that's one of the top things about staying in a hotel is you get, not only do you get the container, but the ice tends to be like really great filtered, like clear ice. And I really like the clear ice that makes me happy. Um, nah, pretty much in my home. I just like, you know, my wife, my wife was a bartender many years ago. That's where we met. And, she makes a really good salty dog, as we've discussed. And so I just like get one big salty dog, go outside with her, have a have some salty dog. And then tonight she was like, you're not drinking much. I was like, ah, I got to save some for the show. <laughs> what so, a guy. Because I need it. Dedication. No, no, you need, no. No, you, you want this. And then you're not falling over in the middle of the show because you don't want to be doing that. I mean, it could have just been water. You could have finished your drinks and just done water and made it clink. I'm just saying it's very... Method yeah, actor, but it, it kind of hurts the. It, well, you know, it kind of hurts the vibe of it. I mean, the vibe of it. I think we should change because James Anderson Ding is doing KBO, and Jeff Erickson was on ESPN this morning talking KBO, which is super cool that he was wow. doing that. And he gave a shout out to uh, James Anderson Ding and Clay Link. But since we've been on, in the COVID nineteen, I noticed that Glenn Colton Ding is getting a lot more play. So I think that every time I say Glenn Colton Ding, there should be a little ding at the end of Glenn Colton. 
I think you should pick a different sound effect. I'm all for a sound effect when Glenn Colton's name comes up. Got it, got it, got it. So you're saying James... Okay, I got you. James, you can't think of James, James Anderson's Anderson ding. ding. You can hand out dings to everybody. Make it special for Glenn. He's a good dude. Gotcha. Well, what, can we... We do have a moment. Let's come up with one, yeah? Well, could you get like one of those old horns, like a bike horn? Hmm. And just hold it up to the like microphone? That? Well, actually, a real nah, one. Nah, it's got to be... If you order it now, you can get it by next week. I have one of those. <laughs> of course you do, man. <laughs> he's, he's a lawyer. It's so in the Rivera bag. In courtroom. What about a gavel? The Rivera bag did make the move. And this weekend, Nicole looks at me and says, have you seen the Rivera bag? I was like, I haven't seen it since we moved. And then like, we looked down and there, there it was. And I was like, oh, good, the Rivera bag. So the Rivera bag is safely ensconced. Um, I like DVR's idea, right. by the way. Gavel. Which is? Gavel? Yeah, yeah he spends yeah. time in a courtroom. He's a lawyer. Well, you could okay, just, so you could knock on your table like old timey radio. You don't have to actually. That's bring what I'm gonna do. Yeah, that's how I'm gonna do it. That's what I mean. I'm not gonna actually. I actually have a gavel. Hold on, I'm, I'm going to my attic. <laughs> <laughs> old man, rest in peace. Had a gavel, and I have that gavel. But I'm gonna do this. So, Glenn Colton, how's that? <laughs> Is that good? It doesn't sound like a gavel. It, it was definitely more like whack-a-mole. Kind of like slumped over on the table. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally whack-a-mole. Glenn Colton, whack. No. All right. Well, let's let's think on that. If anyone has any ideas about a good sound for Glenn Colton, hashtag Glenn Colton for a secret word is uh, if you have a good idea, it would be delighted to see it. Ian Con four at Defino, not a Defino, um, right? <laughs> Sorry, don't worry about me. At, at Derek Van Riper. Uh, Ian, I got okay. a question for I got a question for DVR, but I want I want you to answer this first. What you think is DVR playing fantasy KBO? I'm gonna say no. I'm going to say no, he's not playing fantasy KBO. I'm going to say yes, and he's like, oh, you know, just a small league with like six guys just to do it for something to do. Yeah. I, I like this. I'm going to say no. DVR? I am not. I have not played yes. any sort of season-long KBO, and I have not even thrown in a lineup on DraftKings yet. I gotta tell you, I feel good about that win right there. Yeah, and I'm happy for you, man. Uh, took down the first place Diamondbacks. Congratulations. Yeah, well, you know, actually, let's take a look at the record. Let's take a look at the actual record. Who no. has the record right now? <laughs> I do. I got 61 win. I'm 61 and 41. Damn, you are, dude. You're whooping me. You're 61 and 41. That is for real. So I'm telling you, I was talking to the Dodgers owner. I can't remember his name offhand. Pedro um, Mora. About a possible. Our Dodgers writer. Yeah. Yeah. And I was I was uh, talking to him about a, a, a trade, and I was like, Nando's going to kill me. That's all right. Damn, you're really in a dogfight. 61 and 41, and I'm at. 55 and 46. Not bad. 55 and 46 is solid. All you got to do is get in. Get that second wild card. Get that first wild card. The Royals are out of first place. That's news. I have news. I mean, the Royals were, are out of first place. That was the Indians happen. have taken over first place. I mean, yeah, but I thought I would overtake them, but the Indians have been really hot. They've won seven in a row. Who's running the Indians? Actually, I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I'm not sure. Anyway, enough. All right. Uh, you know, let me bring you... I was going somewhere with this KBO thing. Um, I have like zero interest. I know people like on Twitter kind of, oh, here are my KBO picks. Or like I have my KBO league. Or here I am at 3.30 in the morning watching KBO. I just can't. I don't care. Is that weird? Like I just can't get into it. I, I guess I don't need baseball it's that badly. It's too much work. Or, yeah. Maybe, it's, but it's I just. too much I, work. I don't know. I don't know. That's why I thought DVR might have done it. Like DVR seems to be the kind of guy who like loves the game of fantasy baseball. Like Ian's like a super baseball guy. DVR, you come across as like, I love fantasy baseball. I really want to play. Of course, I have a KBO team. I think the hardest thing about it, though, is like, 
in the central time zone, a lot of the games start at 4.30. You can't stay up until 4.30. It's actually really hard to get up that early, too. If it, if it were an hour later, even if it started at 5.30, I think I could go to bed earlier and be up for it. But you don't have to watch the games. It's fantasy. Yeah. No, but if you if you want to play DFS, you just want to make sure the lineups are locked in, you know, before everything starts up and... You want to make sure you don't have a rain out, you know. I- Listen, man. anybody anybody who's like out there doing that, God bless you, and you know you're killing it. Good for you. But no, nah, I'm gonna wait. And it seems like we might actually get baseball. I know it seems like we we won't, but like health wise, it seems like we possibly could. And then the owners and the players are just gonna have to find their way. And the owners really need to suck it up. Sorry, probably shouldn't go that deep about it, but that's how I feel about it. That the owners just need to take the loss if we won't, if we're going to play baseball. What'd you think of Blake Snell's comments? I thought Blake Snell has every freaking right to say exactly what he said. And if I was Mike Trout, I would not get near a field this year with a baby on the way. Hell no. If it was any of those players, I wouldn't get near a field. Hell no. If you told me that I had to go make a movie right now, you know what I would say to you? Hell no. You would you say go make a movie. No, nope. I'd say you go make a no. I'd say you go make a movie right now. Why don't you go? You go outside every day, every single day for 11 hours a day and make a movie. 12, 13 hours a day and make a movie in tight quarters. You go do that. Sure. Go for it. If you do it first, I'll, I'll, maybe I'll follow you. But everyone else, you got to make, make a movie. You got to go play baseball. You gotta, no, we don't. No. No. Now, I do think that there's room. I, I think everyone should redraft all of our teams once baseball starts, if baseball starts. Because I think there are going to be minor league guys who are actually playing in the major leagues. And they are going to be major league guys who say, you know what, I'm going to take the year off. I'm not interested in risking my life and also making so much less money than I would have otherwise to do all the work that I need to do. I think Blake Snell, you know, signed a bad contract and has to suffer it and suck it up. But that's my opinion. What's your opinion? I think you're right. I think that's going to happen. I think a lot of guys, maybe not a lot of guys, but a good amount of significant players aren't going to play. Um, I don't know. Same reasons. I think, you know, what's you're at the start of a, Four-year contract, twenty million a year, and they want to pay you what six million when the dust settles. And it's just yeah. a lot of money. It's a ton of money. But I could also see them being Phenomenal. like, yeah, like I could see Trevor Bauer not playing. You know, like a cerebral guy He's like that. But uh, totally. I could also see him being like the guy who's like, let's do it. We're going to play. I've re- I've researched. You know what I mean? Like his smartness can go one way or another, but nowhere in the middle. He's going to be outspoken one way, or he's going to be outspoken the other way. He's not going to just be like one of those guys who quietly shows up. Sorry to jump in on your DVR, but there's one thing I saw with Bryce Harper. He was playing video games, and a guy was asking him, and he was like, yo, he said what everyone else is thinking. Love Blake Snell. Love that dude, right? I think that's how a lot of the players feel. I think that's how I would probably feel. I don't want to be away from my kids, my wife. Organ damage, bro. How many How many have to be gone? How many – DVR, let me ask you this. Uh, how many players have to say they're going to not play? in let's say the ADP top 50 for you to advocate for a redraft for basically like everything. Or are you going to advocate for a redraft no matter what because of the rules? Like NFBC is going to have to rerun all their drafts no matter what? Legally, I don't think they can. They're kind of stuck. Like if you drafted an NFBC league, I don't, I don't think they can just undo it. If they did, like just imagine the problems that could arise from that, yeah, right? Right, right. With overall prize money and those complications. For standalone leagues... Let's think about something like Tout Wars or Labor. Could you redo it? Sure. You have to. Should, should you put Absolutely. it to a vote? Like, I, I really haven't thought about that as an option. I kind of looked at all my leagues as NFBC leagues, even though they're not, whereas if they're drafted already, it's locked in, and 
the first couple of weeks of fab are going to be bananas in those leagues because okay. there's a whole bunch of things that have changed in what'll be probably three and a half months from when opening day was going to be to when it actually happens. I mean, you're talking about like 40th man on the roster having an impact. You're talking about like starting pitcher number seven, if they're going to still do some double headers, suddenly an impact pitcher who's going to get, you know, 10 starts. I think, I think it's a lot of the mid tier players though. Like all the guys that can be platooned if rosters are bigger, that, that pool of players goes up a lot because some of the guys who don't platoon are only not platooning because of roster constrictions and not having enough guys who can defensively make the pieces fit. But when you start adding a few extra players to every roster, you know, Tampa, teams that have depth, Tampa Bay, Oakland, the Dodgers, uh, any good team can platoon almost every spot with a few extra position players. So I think that's what really messes with rosters is guys that were good enough to be in your lineup in a 15-team league week in and week out are now maybe streaming-type players, you know, or guys that are in and, off, in and out of the lineup even if they stay on your roster all the time. And that's, that's pretty frustrating. Who's in that category? Give me, give me a guy. Uh, like a, like Jack Peterson platoons anyway, right? But right, yeah. I, there's probably 15 guys sprinkle around a few different rosters who'd play less. Let me try to come up with a good example for you, though. Yeah, we're doing that. Like, update. The bug is moving across the table. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like I, I should stop it because I don't know where it's going to go. No, no, like, I have the no, chance right now. To- no, come on, man. No, no, no. I might run upstairs and grab a stink cup, up. like just a plastic cup. You, you, your dad said, your dad said, don't kill it. It's a stink bug. It's not going to hurt you. It's not going to mess with you. It's, and it's great, great content, man. Come on. Yeah, but I mean, what if it like goes into you know the rug or something? What if it lays eggs? Yeah. And I'm responsible for yeah. that because the one night. No, you're not responsible at all. Your father is responsible because he told you directly, don't kill that. I'm not going to kill it. I'm going to trap bug. it. Yeah. All right, hold on. DV, you go no, ahead. I'm going to find some trap down here. Oh All right, good to you. <laughs> Stay tuned. Some, some sure old timey some... radio. Yeah. Fumbling, fumbling around for <laughs> a jar sound. Hold on, let me get my gavel. <laughs> that sounded more like a gavel than a man falling onto a bar. <laughs> That's great stuff. Glenn Colton? <laughs> that sounded like you dropped a bowling ball on the table. <laughs> no. No, I, I did the whack a mole, man. Sorry, DVR had a name. We just totally ignored him. Go ahead, DVR. Well, looking at the, looking at the raised depth chart. Yandy Diaz, I think, is much more likely to lose playing time with extra position players available yeah, than he would have been one. without it, right? That's a good one. So yeah, it's yeah, guys yeah. in that now, tier. But was Yandy, wait a minute. Was Yandy Diaz really going to start every day? I think, I think he did because there was a chance at least. Now I think that's pretty much gone. I think, I think Tsutsuko takes some of that time at third base. I don't know if that dude can play third base. But he's playing third base in spring training. Why, just because he's big? He's playing. No, he's playing. He was. They were giving him time at third base. It was an interesting story because Tim McLeod, who knows more about East baseball than anybody I know, um, when he came over, he said, yeah, he played third, but he's not going to play third here. And he was originally set as a third baseman for labor. And he spoke to Steve Gardner and was like, that's not really right. It shouldn't be that. And then... So he wasn't drafted as a third baseman. I believe this is true in labor. And then he ends up playing third base all through spring training. And I'm like, Tim... Oh boy! Oh sure, uh, <laughs> call me Le. I like that guy. That's a nice man. It's a nice I've show. Never met too. him in real life. Uh, I think I met him. Really, never met uh, him. I think I, He's a good know. guy. Tim McLeod, you met him, Derek, right? 
you know, yeah. multiple times. Yeah. The lovely man. I mean, really one of the, not even, not just like one of the nicest guys in fantasy, but one of the nicest men I've ever known. He came and stayed in my house for five days. Nice man. It's like Winnie Old the Pooh. House with the birds. Yeah, that's right. And with a bad internet connection. This is better. Hey, while you're finding the cup, would you, I was gonna should say, read, I ask yeah, you read, the, read the second? Yeah, cool. Oh, well, hey, how about that? Same wavelength. I'll be right back. Yeah, give me a favor. Go, go check. You go trap a stink bug. I thought you were gone. Get in a jar. Jesus, man. No, man. I would, I would like to let you know. I don't like the side. Like, you know, when I, when I finish something, it's moving now. It's They're not supposed to move. I don't think. Just, <laughs> how, well, how I'll did they back. get there? The if, if they don't move, ever. how did it even get to the basement? Come on, uh, man. They come through crevices. Number I mean, they 50. moved to get to the where they're going. I don't know. I don't know the answers to this. Glenn Colton's laughing his ass off. <laughs> that sounded like a what? mic slap. What is it? Bouncy castle? Come on, man. All right. Good morning, DVR. Good morning, DVR. What a strange I'll be right start. back. Good. It's the best. This wasn't sent tonight. It was sent on a morning. I guess, but that's bold, isn't it? Like, he's expecting you to... Definitely open it up in the morning. Well, he's more polite than Ken Giles. <laughs> One of my idiot minor leaguers in the sim also got conjunctivitis, so that guy's getting released because <laughs> wash your hands. I mean, like that's <laughs> boy, that was good. Damn, that was good. That's what we call a callback, man. You really are good at this. It's cool. Okay, I'm back. All right, good. Here, here comes. <laughs> what did I miss? <laughs> you missed like the biggest laugh I've ever had. The biggest laugh I've had in COVID nineteen. There's no question about that. Get but you had all that time. You didn't even read the email. Good morning, DVR. Thanks again for the great content and podcast. It's my. It's a staple to my podcast. Exclamation mark. I'm in a keeper league that has contract years, prices, and inflating prices based on years kept. We already did our keeper selection and draft before the season went into pause. Nice. I like that. In general, the league and transactions have been quiet. I brought up the question to the league on what we should do if the MLB season does not happen at all or if it starts and ends quickly due to a second wave of COVID-19. I don't like to have a Debbie Downer mentality if the situation happens, but I think planning ahead is worthwhile, especially since some teams may have strong biases toward what the league should do if these scenarios happen and the league needs to make a decision what do you think keeper leagues like this should do if these scenarios play out i listen to both rates and barrels a lot of episodes and under the radar 50 episodes so feel free to address this question on either or both shows as you see fit and if you think it's worthwhile to discuss on your shows very polite you're right Tivio. this is super polite a lot better than ken giles thanks matt olson the one that the a's matt olson strives to be Laughter wink. I like this guy. I'm a fan of medals and players also brought to my attention. No, that's something else. Okay. <laughs> that's, so that's not part that is your email to, from Matt Olson to you, DVR. No better person we could ask. You are a top. You're probably one of my favorite commissioners that I've ever been with. So what is your verdict, sir? Better than Steve Cosolino? I like Steve. All right. <laughs> DVR, runs a, DVR runs a really... DVR is good. DVR's, DVR in this one league. No, they always throw me off. Oh, no, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> Just let him answer the question. No, but DVR does, goes so far above and beyond in this one league and, like, just does it. It's like, for those two days, like, DVR's job sucks, which is being commissioner of this league, which is badly set up. But anyway, but he's a blessing and great. So, DVR, what do you say? So, my thought with keeper leagues sort of mimics what's happening in Major League Baseball. If there is no season, 
you know, guys who have pending free agency like Mookie Betts, they become free agents. Like a year passes, right? So I think in situations where you have A, B, C contracts like we have in the Maki League, or you know, you have certain years of control, you should lose a year of control. If salaries increase from this year to next year, whatever that bump is, three bucks, five bucks, that should happen. That's just that's just time passing. It's unfortunate. I don't agree with that. I mean, I'm happy to go along with that in Maki, and, and, but my instinct goes the other way on that, that if you pick the player for that year, I think that's what... I'm not sure. What do you say, Nando? I think... I was going to fight the fight, and then I kind of pulled out. So what do you think? <laughs> Did we, we talked about this a little bit last week, like the just encapsulate it in amber. That's what you should, And then just forget about this league and start another redraft league with the same people, because you obviously like them all, and play that league out for, you know, like a fraction of the price. So if you're playing a $200 keeper league, just put it away for a year. Play in a $50 redraft league. Have a little fun with it. The rules are going to be so totally different. You don't want to mess up these rosters you've been cultivating for so long. Uh, and then just pick things back up like nothing changed the next year. But uh, you recommended that for a dynasty league. Yeah. This is keeper. So it's slightly different, isn't it? Because I consider them kind of interchangeable, though. I do. They're not. But because it it is different <laughs> you sound very insulted how dare no, it's very how dare you how dare thee how dare thee oh, by the way what happened with the stink bug oh you don't want to know man i feel bad i killed okay it. i didn't kill did it you? well so what i did was i i there's nothing yeah you know what your dad's gonna say your dad's gonna say don't kill a stink bug no well that's what i did i uh, i found a bunch of toilet paper there's a, there's a bathroom down here so i ran and grabbed a bunch of toilet paper when i couldn't find anything to kind of like trap it with uh and i got enough where i i you know, it's probably dumb now thinking it's toilet paper. People, people fighting for this stuff. But I wrapped it up. I didn't kill it. I kind of wrapped it up, you know, gently and just flushed it down the toilet. <laughs> I feel bad, man. He's he just a little bug. Mine is no business. Just trying to walk across the table. I, I, yeah, I advocated for his, for, you know, for his release. I did. I advocated for, for that. But I, I get it. It's a little creepy, man. Yeah. Insects. Yeah, you know, I feel bad. I was like, I was as yeah. I'm walking to the toilet. I'm like, there's got to be somewhere I can just release this thing down here where it's not going to hurt anybody. But. Yeah. Well, this is. I have to say. All right. So anyway, DDR, we yeah, got sorry. Your, we got your answer on that. No, you're good. We're good. Uh, we got our answer on that. So and we're. we're Did we? It seems like we're all split about this. Yeah. But yeah. I'm kind of, I kind of gave DVR like you know you're the commissioner and you're really smart. But I don't know. I, I don't agree on this one, DVR. I follow your ruling in our league. But I like I got Chris Hale for sixteen dollars in Maki, and which maybe it was fourteen. I don't remember. And there was a tremendous inflation. And I thought to myself, if there's no, um, it it it'll go if he it, it was it was up in the air whether his he was going to be able to pitch this year. And I just thought to myself, it's going to be valuable because next year if we don't play this year, I can get him for sixteen dollars, fourteen dollars, whichever one it was. And that, that'll be a good value next year. So there's probably a more nuanced solution. But if you're not going to reset the auction that just happened, like that's, that's one thing you could do. You could say, keepers are frozen. We're going to throw the players who were purchased in the auction back. And we're going to start next year with all the keepers that you had. This, I think you're untangling too many things, though. Like Everyone's playing for different points in the future. Like for me, like in that league, I, I lose a year of Ronald Acuna at three bucks. That kind of sucks. Yeah. <laughs> it actually, it's pretty terrible. Um, but you didn't get that price on sale expecting to get a full season from him. So if this season doesn't happen, we flash forward to next season, 
His contract is the same as it would have been in a year that he would have spent entirely on the IL. You're getting a windfall from it. That's yeah, yeah. that's not a good thing to have either. There, there's no perfect solution for this. I, I think tough. it's just kind of following... It would, it would usually following Major League Baseball anywhere is a bad idea, but I think this is a situation where moving things along with the contracts is just the right way to go. Hmm. So funny. If there's no play at all, I say just carry it over forward. That's what I would say. That you're in the first year, you have one. You you keep that extra year of Acuna. You could put it to a vote, and if you don't get a, yeah. a clear solution, then you know it goes down to commissioner's decision or something. Though I'm I'm kind of coming around to this amber idea, not for dynasty leagues, but for oh, keeper the, leagues. Those terrible crappy keeper leagues, right? <laughs> no, actually, they're fun, but they're this just amateur. A... <laughs> uh, well, mm, I don't know, kinda. Yeah, I'd say. I'd say that it's amateur compared to Dynasty Leagues. I think Dynasty League is the most intense fantasy baseball experience you can have. Your responsibilities are far greater. Yeah. I'm just messing with that. I used to use the words interchangeably. So when someone says Keeper League, I'd I'd answer like it's Dynasty. You know, I mean, you're keeping players for years. That's a Dynasty League. That's going to ding again, by the way. It's like 1149 at night. Who is texting me at 1149? That'd be funny if it was James Anderson. Ding. Ding. <laughs> we should just keep saying or, Glenn's name. Yeah. <laughs> just to make We don't even have to say his name anymore. So I spoke to. That's the bet. If if, uh, if DVR just says Glenn Colton like 100 times in a row, you're going to wake up your whole family. I think it'd be hilarious. It's true. Yeah. No, we could, we, could, we could leave it there. Yeah. All right. So now, Nando, you're going to take us to the end here. What else we got? We done? Are you trying to end the show? Yeah. We only got one more thing on the, on the rundown. That was DVR. Actually, funny, funny you bring that up. DVR was, I was in there filling out the top of the rundown. DVR was already kind of in the bottom. Um, and I noticed when all was said and done, I came back in after the dust settled. There's a line in there where he referred to himself the third person. So maybe we should do oh. that before, yeah, you know? Ask oh, DVR dude. about Nix's off season. Well, wait, 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 hold, hold on, hold on to give DVR <laughs> like a total break on this. If he had written, ask me about Nix's off season, who would you have asked? Uh, DVR, because I saw him in there. Fair enough. But if you hadn't seen me in there, then you wouldn't have known who wrote it. I would have guessed DVR anyway. These these are players that I, I think are a little more DVR-y than, uh, than Ian-y. <laughs> Ian doesn't even know how to get to the manager screen, and you're talking about Adrian really Marajan. When we're done with the show, we're going to go back, and I'm going to find out what I am. And then next week, I'm going to say. And as long as it's not poor, I'm happy. <laughs> let's, ask, let's ask DVR about Knicks. <laughs> go for it. DVR, how about Knicks? Uh, so Jacob Nix is a pitcher in the Padres organization, and uh, he's pitching really well in the sim. And he's he's interesting for a few reasons. Um, <laughs> I told you, James Anderson <laughs> is, is it James? So anyway, so so Jacob Nix was he was intoxicated during the fall league, and he took a ride back to what he thought was the house he was staying in. This is real life, it, right? This is real life. Right. This didn't just, happen just in the sim. Sure. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's also very detailed. Sim. A little more detailed than the sim. So he gets back to this house and he tries to get in through the doggy door because he was locked out. It's obviously <laughs> not his house. And the homeowner called the police and the homeowner actually came out, kicked him in the face and shocked him with a taser. And then he and the person he was with, a friend, tried to run from the house, but then they were found like a block away, a couple blocks away, sitting on the curb. 
Um, so anyway, he, he gets in a bunch of trouble with the Padres, obviously got in trouble with the law on this, and I think get kicked off the 40-man roster in the offseason. No one claimed him. Uh, but he's one of those guys that, you know, he's 24 years old, 23 years old, I think, when this happened. You know, people, they screw up, right? They make mistakes, and reading an interview with that he had about the story, it just kind of sounded just like a young person just having a really bad night of drinking and finding it could have been something a lot worse. I mean, you go to the wrong person's house and try to get in, like get shot and die. Like that could easily have happened. Right. A taser is somewhat mild compared to the other outcomes. Anyway, uh, Nick's is one of those guys. You start looking at his numbers in the minors. He's been good in the upper levels of the minor leagues and in pretty limited opportunities. And, I don't know. Like, there's such a loaded team that both he and, and Adrian Morihone, who I had in, in, in Maki years ago, I actually drafted him as a, a minor leaguer. Uh, Morihone's been pitching for me in the rotation with all the injuries I've had. He's killing it right now in the sim. He's just forgotten about. They're both forgotten about because the Padres have really impressive prospect depth. And Morihone is uh, up at double A last year as a 20 year old, well over a strikeout per inning, not walking a lot of guys. He's a lefty, so you got strikeout stuff, pretty good control, and he's closing in on contributing in the big leagues or becoming a valuable trade piece that, you know, in fantasy probably finds a better path to a rotation outside of San Diego. But there's two guys that they're not top 100 guys. They're completely overlooked and in the right circumstances with bigger rosters, uh, double headers tandem starts, all those kinds of things, they could find some big league innings this year and actually you know, do something good with them. Can I say something about that, Nando? Of course. Jacob Nix, I'm looking at his numbers, and I looked at his major league numbers, which were poor, and then I'm looking at his minor league numbers, and even when he was really good, which was 2018, um, he really was great. You know, he had 1.84 ERA, only 58 innings, but in 58 innings, he had 44 strikeouts. Now, he only had nine walks. His whip was under one, which is fantastic. But I'm not seeing the stuff. Am I? What am I missing here? What, what are you liking about him? His party attitude, man. <laughs> no, he, he seemingly learned something from that incident. Which No, but he also, this was the other thing that sort of just gave me a bad taste from the jump, was 42 innings in the majors last year or over his career and only 21 strikeouts. So, like, what are you seeing that I'm missing here? You got very combative at the end of the show, Ian. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, I just, you know, I'm, I'm looking at Jacob Nix, and I'm looking at, a, and I'm, I mean, Morhan, is that how you say it? Morhan? Uh, Morihone. No. Morihone. See, oh, Why did man. you even ask? Yeah. Just wait for the correction, man. Come on. That's part of the fun. <laughs> I know because I. But so I wait, wanted, did, like, how old is Morjohn? <laughs> He's 21. He turned 21 <laughs> in February. <laughs> but Morihon? Morihon? Morihon. Morihon. Damn. Morihon. He had, he had TJ surgery like 18 months ago. Am I wrong? Yeah, and he was being stretched out the spring before things stopped. Yeah, yeah. No, no, because, I mean, I, I've known about him and his stuff for a while. And then he sort of was like, yeah, we got to just, you know, you got to, once these guys get TJ surgery, you just got to put them out of your mind. You know, it's like, I, I'll see you when you get back. Um, so I think there's real upside there. I just don't see it for Knicks. Yeah, Knicks is a little more of a org guy right now. And I don't know. Like, I, I'm, I'm definitely more interested in Morihone by a decent margin. 
cool. But Nix like Nix is tearing it up in the sim, and I'm like, I completely forgot about this guy. See, there you go. See, you're getting sim. You're getting caught by the sim. <laughs> no, I'm getting corp. I'm getting caught by the sim. I'm like, I want Danny Santana everywhere now. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, but Danny <laughs> Santana is, was no. good. He had a good Dude, year. You know what I mean? He had a good really year. Good. He had a high average. He put together some yeah. counting stats. Yeah, but he also could get. He could be Chris Taylor, circa 2017. You know, when that when Chris Taylor had that run, right? He was just that kind of a player, right? Could easily be that, you know. And then he just becomes like a fourth outfielder, just a backup piece. So it's it's dangerous. But I always liked his price. DBR, did you get Danny Santana anywhere this year? I think it was only the first draft I was in. It was a fall league draft back in October at first pitch Arizona. And he 12, fell. team, 15. 15. Hey, did he fall like to the 17th or 18th round almost? Something like that, yeah. Like, probably I don't get that. Top, and I never top take 200. him. But yeah, he drops out of the top 200. If you look at those numbers, like what wouldn't you want? The main concern is plate discipline. Like That's, that's where everything kind of breaks down on him, right? Because yeah. even last year when he was really good, 29.5% K rate, 4.9% walk rate. Yeah. Well, that's and why. if even though everything else was going right, that approach can fall apart quickly. Right. And but but still, for the nine, eight, 17th round, 15th round even, he's got last year, just last year, he had 28 home runs in 474 at bats, and he had 21 stolen bases. 28 home runs, 21 stolen bases. Isn't that like Lorenzo Cain in his prime? Well, it's all about the doubles. Yeah, with more power. That's what I mean. But he's still stealing twenty-one bases. Shouldn't he be? Shouldn't he be a top ten round? Or is it just people just know it's going to fall off? But those numbers are really good for fantasy. Uh, that's it. He's never come. I mean, uh, before twenty eighteen. Yeah, twenty eighteen. He'd never had a double-digit home run season in his career. Which I guess you know they're talking when he's twenty-one, twenty-two. He came in kind of young as a seventeen-year-old. Uh, but I think, I mean, look, if you're worried about Danny Santana, I'm pretty sure that's why you're worried is the new ball, 28 home runs. His previous high was 16 in the minors. Um, but that was, you know, 300, some of the bats. So maybe he unlocks something. Yeah. Maybe he just got bigger and stronger. I'm just saying like guys like him, I've said, I've talked about Nico Goodrum a ton on this show. Danny Santana to me falls into a similar category. I mean, Nico Goodrum is going to get you 12 stolen bases and, 15 home runs, right? This guy's getting you 28 home runs and 21 stolen bases. It's the stolen bases that are so impressive. And, you know, if it's an OBP league, you got to drop them down for sure. But if it's not, no, it's pretty strong. It's an under-the-radar player. I can't see you having a poor rating the way you defend your players like this. It's, it's really impressive. <laughs> under the radar. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Under the radar. You, you, he's, you know what his problem is? He's in that spot. Where, like, he's he's middle-ish. You know what I mean? He's not like a super late-round guy who everybody's ignoring. His ADP's high enough that enough people believe in him where you'd have to grab him at a spot where you could look like an idiot and feel like an idiot and tank your team if he reverts and, you know, becomes a seven-home run guy with, I guess, he'll still get you 20 steals. Uh, or no, it, it, The question will be at-bats for him. If he, if he doesn't deliver, he'll have 250 at-bats. That's the problem for Danny Santana. No, he can play anywhere. They can, they can slot him in at a bunch of different positions. They do like him, and I like him too. I like watching him play. I think he's tough, man. I like we should have done play. this at the start of yeah. the show. So keep Under the radar. In who, yeah, keep people in who want to hear about baseball. <laughs> so here's your reward <laughs> no, for listening think, to the end. Listen, hey, we're, we're, we're providing – content during a crazy time 
That's right. And we're lucky that people are interested to listen. So thank you for listening. Really. And it's Ian after dark. Danny Santana played <laughs> for real. His positions, according to baseball reference, three, eight, four, seven, nine slash six, five D. That's basically everything but catcher. He's listed right now as the starting center fielder. And that's a team that really doesn't have a true center fielder. So if he could play it even somewhat capably, that sort of becomes his spot. They added Todd Frazier. Nick Solak's got to play somewhere. They still have Chu. Willie Calhoun's jaw has healed. Gallo's healthy again. So it, it gets a little bit crowded, but he does have first. a spot to call his own for now. Yeah, and Todd Frazier, I mean, if the Rangers are not in playoff contention, he's probably getting traded to some other team to be a, a bench bat. I mean, who? Uh, bench bat, I guess. On that note, yeah, are you good? You feel good? I feel good. <laughs> DVR, are you good? <laughs> Yeah, feel great. I feel pretty good too. Yeah, it was a good show. It was fun. Yeah, thanks for thanks for listening. Yeah, kill the poor stink bug. But life goes on for the rest. That's got to be the title. Yeah, Glenn <laughs> yeah. Colton and the stink bug. Banging, banging Glenn Colton and killing a stink bug. It sounds about right. <laughs> Colton and the stink bug. Yeah. How about I'm gonna go? I don't Colton think I'm going to go with that bug. title. Colton and the stink bug. Come on. Right. Just like let's Colton make sure we man, email uh, yeah, Rick Wolf before we do that. Yeah. Just, Gotta let Rick so. know. Yeah. Yeah. That's We're true. not calling yeah. you a stink bug. That's Rick. a very Rick Wolf. That's a good guy, man. Rick Wolf. That's, that's a, a great guy. guy. That's a great guy. Yeah. 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 For real. Uh, anyway, on that on that note, I want to thank you all for listening. We hope you had a good time. We hope we kept you entertained and gave you some, I don't know if it's actionable information, but decent information. Uh, show number 50 for Ian Khan. See you next week. For Derek Van Rybaugh. Hey, read the piece about the $50 eBay challenge in honor of our 50th episode. It'll give you something fun to do with your friends. Yeah, copy it. Do it yourselves. It's not that hard to find judges. Anyway, thank you all for joining us. Thank you for getting us to 50 shows. Uh, Here's to 50 more. We'll see you next week.